This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Oak Shape Podcast Season 6 with your host, Dan the Fitness Man. Thank you for tuning in. We are excited to have you. This is the podcast that is dedicated to hard work, disciplined decisions, and year-round training in the pursuit of the best possible version of ourselves. We leverage elk hunting to create a pathway. We understand that time is finite and we cannot squander a second. We must be leaders at our home. We understand that faith is our number one priority. Then family, then fitness, then health, then wealth. Our year-round disciplined decisions help us leave a legacy for our family to follow. You will leave here motivated, inspired, and educated. We bring on a wide variety of guests subject matter experts so that you can tune in get what you need to get and continue on your journey we are blessed to call ourselves elk hunters season six here we go testing one two three this is what as did loud you just as say? I talk. what did you just say to me it would be great if you took a shower I took a shower two days ago. <laughs> I think you're wearing the same thing that we wore in Arizona yesterday. We're recording this. <laughs> Guys, what's up? Elk Shape bonus cast. We're sitting down with Mrs. Elk Shape. Uh, you changed your Instagram handle from mini mighty mom to at Mrs. Elk Shape. Why? Uh, you know, we all go through phases. We uh, need to change it up here and there. But no, I my identity's changed once again. I was a nurse for a while and uh well okay let's start from the beginning okay i mean coach montana that was where it began that was dan and alicia circa 2008 to 2014 2014 we had our beautiful daughter avery and my whole kind of mantra changed about uh how i viewed things and especially how i viewed myself having been so involved in crossfit and training for that and you know working towards those goals then all of a sudden bam a kid's in the picture and kind of everything changed so I think that was when I had this whole epiphany that I needed to not be identified as a CrossFit athlete per se and more as a mother and a leader um, in the community and the people that I was around and uh, you know kind of my I, my identity changed a little bit so I was mini mighty mom but now you know, I'm working with you side by side, so I'm Mrs. Elk Shape. I mean, we're supposed to be talking about discomfort app today, <laughs> but like now you just went down this rabbit hole that I can't help. We're going there. So identity, like what is your identity? And I'm not talking to you right now. I'm talking to listeners. What's your identity? Like, uh, let's just use me and you, for example, like, oh, you're that elk hunter or, oh, you're that guy who works out and boat hunts elk every year. Is that the identity that I want 
um, people to, you know, like I think all our identities, we get wrapped up in this world and, and what we think people want to see from us. And we don't quite focus on what we want to see for ourselves. Like my identity should be in Christ. And I'm not using this podcast as a platform to preach the good news and gospel today. But like at the end of the day, my identity should be Dan, the follower, Dan, the husband, Dan, the father, um, not just Dan, the guy who bow hunts elk and works out really hard, you know, and tinkers with bows all the time. So your identity isn't a registered nurse or a former CrossFit Games athlete or a former collegiate track athlete. It's Alicia, the follower, Alicia, the wife. Alicia, the mother, and I think we all need to hear that. That's a refreshing little rabbit hole to touch on. Before and I we... love it. Yeah. All right, guys. So we got my wife on here, and we're doing a bonus podcast. And my goal or objective of this podcast is to give you a little background on my elk hunting and fitness. Same with Alicia's. Tie it all into the new app that we just came out with, Discomfort app, and really dive a little bit deeper on what you get when you're in there. But more importantly than all that is to give you some great things to think about um, for training for longevity, training for September, if you're a bow hunting elk person, and training to be the best version of yourself. So we just got done with our first elk shape camp 2023 in Arizona, year five. These camps are literally hours upon hours of work in the back end just to kind of do the logistics and get everybody there and get butts in the seat. But I'll tell you what, doing the camps is the most rewarding thing we do. I go in there knowing that we're going to make a crazy impact on these folks. And I'm so stoked for those right now that just got done with the camp. You're going to experience like the most fire you've ever felt for the next couple of weeks. I hope you don't let that flame go out. I hope you take actions. We gave you the blueprint. Go execute. What was your thoughts on the camp? Oh, man. Uh, lives change. And, you know, men breaking down and, and really examining themselves and seeing which areas of their life not only within hunting, but everything, family, fitness, nutrition, health, something that I talked about, um, areas that they can improve upon. And I thought that was, you know, that's what these camps are really about. And uh, I don't know if we want to give away your secret, but it's like, you know, uh, we we trick these guys into going to these camps saying that it's an elk hunting lesson weekend immersion sort of thing. And yet it's so much personal development that happens during that time. And I think that's what's so special about these camps. Yeah, I'm I'm sold on them. I do complain behind the scenes of how much work it is to do these. Um, it's not the most profitable thing we do, but it is the most rewarding thing we do. And I think I'm still called to do them. So I'm trying to be obedient because I do feel like, man, we're doing the Lord's work there. People, uh, lives are being changed. And I think priorities are getting shifted after the camp. And there's some serious reflection and hopefully changes, which is going to be good for everybody. All right, I'm going to go into a quick story. And this is mainly for new listeners. Old listeners, you might know this, so I'm going to do the Cliff Notes version, and I can do it pretty fast. Here we go. 2000, I graduated high school. I'm an older high school guy, so I was 19 all my senior year. I turned, I'm sorry, I was 18 all my senior year. I turned 18 right before. So the summer graduating high school, I turned 19. I turned down base baseball scholarship at a small NWAC league division, you know, community college style baseball. Turned down the scholarship, decided to be a grown-up, wanted to become a personal trainer. Put myself through undergrad and graduate school as a personal trainer, then a fitness manager. Was fortunate enough to do my graduate internship in Arizona, where we just were at uh, Athletes Performance, owned by Mark Verstegen. I think it's now called Exos. I wanted to be an NFL strength and conditioning coach, um, but I was addicted to elk hunting. And so that's what the part I want to kind of tell you guys because that elk hunting kind of changed my entire world, my entire trajectory. So obviously I'm not an NFL strength and conditioning coach as of right now, <laughs> and I never have been because I heard a bugle in the mountains and it changed my world. But when I got out of high school, I told my dad, hey, we should maybe get back into hunting. And I think that fall, I even killed a deer. And we lived on 10 acres, and I killed the deer in our backyard while studying for a chemistry final. I was like, oh, there's a buck. And just grabbed the rifle, shot one. I was like, hey, I like hunting. Uh, Dad, we should plan a hunt next year. So the next year, we went to 
in Washington, we did some scouting for deer. We wanted to hunt deer, not in our backyard, but like go actually get some in the mountains. Like we used to pre junior high sports and high school sports. I used to hunt a lot. I mean, I had my hunter safety when I was 10. My dad took me everywhere. He did a great job. So we did the scouting thing and we were looking for deer, but we found elk. So back in those days, there wasn't like you go and buy tags off the internet. You actually had to go in person, get the regs, find out when elk opened, and it opened the week later. And we were like, holy crap, we know where elk are. It opens in a week. Let's buy elk tags. Let's buy this package of Primos, Terminator Beagle Tube, and a cassette tape. And we'll play it on the way to the hunt in the morning. We played it. It was basically somebody from Primos recording the audio of them elk hunting archery and probably some really amazing private ranch where bulls were just screaming everywhere. And all you could hear was them making these sounds and then the elk would respond. And then you heard like this bow getting shot, like the arrow hitting the bull, the string getting dumped, guys celebrating. And I was like, that is some intense stuff. Is that what we're about to experience? My dad was like, no, they're not running right now. You have to have a bow to experience that. And I remember thinking, Okay, noted. Fast forward, that first morning we hiked where we saw the elk a week prior. I sat down against a tree. My dad's like, I'm going to go over here 50 yards and blow on this thing, cow calls, and maybe we'll see an elk. Well, a five-by-five bull came in silent to my dad, but his path led him right in front of me, like 15, 20 yards. I threw up a 308 rifle, didn't know how to take the scope and power it down, saw fur, saw hair, pulled the trigger, five-by-five, double long dead. We were dumb. We didn't know that you cut up elk. So we just pulled the guts out. (laughs) By the way, the guts were like five times as big as guts of a deer. And then we like partnered, pulled and yanked this thing down to a road. And then we grabbed the four-wheeler, took it out of the trailer that the four-wheeler was on, hooked the trailer up to the four-wheeler, drove the dirt roads back towards the bull. And then we used come along chains and got the bull hole onto the back of the trailer. This is hilarious. I don't know if I remember hearing this story. (laughs) Drive it home, go to the neighbor's house. He's got like this chain pulley system, hoist up. we got a giant elk, whole body, and we called this company called Mobile Meats. Two rednecks showed up and they butchered the elk in like two hours. And I'm looking at five tables full of elk meat labeled, stamped in our freezer. And I felt like such a badass. I'm like, look at this big rack. Look at all this meat that my family gets to eat. I still lived at home. This is cool. I'm buying a bow. And I did. I went to a pawn shop in Deer Park, Washington, and I bought a bow. And I taught myself how to shoot it, which is not a good idea. And I made um, all these terrible habits. And then I called my uncle who lived in Idaho and I said, hey, Uncle Kurt, um, I hear you're quite the elk hunter, which is probably very debatable. I love you, Uncle Kurt. But (laughs) I heard that you elk hunt a lot is probably the way I should have said it can I go with you? He was gracious enough. And I mean, my first day of elk hunting with him was in the dark, drive to the top of a mountain. He gets out. He lets out a bugle. Bull answers him three miles away down on the bottom. And he's like, grab your pack. We're going. It was the most physically demanding hunt ever. We dived 1500 vertical feet down, went three miles. I think I lost like my binoculars in the brush, my rangefinder. Um, I didn't have a quiver on my bow. I kept the quiver on my hip. Yes, I lost arrows because it was so thick and brushy. But we got down there. We couldn't get that bull to come in, but we worked him for hours, bugling back and forth. And let's just say the rest is history. I was like, I am a bow hunter for from here on out. I don't care what I do. I never want to work another day in September. I need to do this all day, every day in September. And that's what I did. And so my learning curve was steep. And if you guys have heard this story, I'll just fast forward to 2006, four years later, I arrowed my first bull. And it wasn't for a lack of time. It wasn't a lack of effort. It was just that it was that hard. I had that much to learn about elk hunting. It wasn't until 2009 that I finally killed a North Idaho bull with a bow. That's a long learning curve. 2006, I killed my first bull with a bow. 2007, I killed another bull in New Mexico. In 2008, I killed a Montana bull. And in 2009, I killed an Idaho and a Montana bull with my bow. And then since that year, like 2010 till now, I've killed at least two to three bulls a year every year since then. And it's not because I'm some great elk hunter. It's because I just learned through the school of hard knocks. So that's why I'm not sitting here trying to be a strength and conditioning coach for a national football organization is because I would never be on a sideline on a Sunday watching guys play football knowing that I could be chasing bugles. So after my internship with Mark Verstegen in core performance and athletes performance, I took a job in Boise. 
I hadn't met you yet. And the job was, you're going to manage the fitness staff, the trainers for Gold's Gym, and then we're building a Parisi speed school attached to it, and you're going to run the speed school as our speed director. Uh, in order to do that, you need to go to Fairlawn, New Jersey three different times and train under the tutelage of Martin Rooney, who's one of the greatest strength and conditioning guys ever. Learn so much about speed, acceleration, change direction, deceleration, elasticity. Started training youth athletes. And this is where I get into CrossFit, babe. My own, the owner of the whole thing came to me and said, here's a P&L. And I'm like, what's this? He's like, this is called a profit and loss statement. You're a manager. You're responsible for us to be not in the red, which we are right now, son. You need to generate more revenue. And I'm like, okay. So my idea was, okay, kids can only come in in the mornings before school and after school. And we have college kids coming in even later. We're not training anyone at the speed school during the day. Why don't we let adults come in here? I mean, we had turf. We had hurdles. We had bands. We had like all this cool speed development. I'm like, let's just do an adult speed school during the day. He's like, great idea. So I started doing some research and I found CrossFit.com. And I'm like, these are the dumbest workouts I've ever seen. But they are group. Let me try a few. Because any good coach will try them before they have their athletes do it, right? So I did a couple CrossFit workouts. I got my teeth kicked in. I was like hooked after three workouts. I was like, this is crazy awesome. So I started basically conducting midday CrossFit classes, but we didn't call it CrossFit at the speed school. I did that for about a year and I, I got the itch to be an entrepreneur. I'm like, why am I making this owner all this money? And like, he, I'm already looking at the P&Ls and I'm already responsible for all this stuff. Why don't I just go, I don't know, build my dream instead of build his dream? Moved back home, got a business partner, opened the gym, met you. Actually, I hired you, but then I dated you. And met then... me, opened the gym. Let's <laughs> not get it twisted there. Yeah. We met. I said, I'm opening this up real soon. You should work for us. You have a track background. You have a degree in exercise science. You're a collegiate athlete, former. You want to train kids? And I taught you all the Parisi Speed School stuff I knew. And um, by doing so, totally dated you. <laughs> and then six months later, asked you to marry me. And then six months later, we were married. But, but beside the point, we opened that CrossFit gym in 08, and we ran that thing for 11 years. That's where we got to the CrossFit thing. So I, I'm telling you guys all that information so that you know that I have done the bodybuilding thing back in when I was 18, 19, 20, 21. I wanted to look like a big, bad personal trainer. So I was very concerned with hypertrophy and body part training and bodybuilding. And when I was kind of wrapping up my undergraduate degree, I had shifted to more functional training. And then in my graduate days, I really got into speed, performance, training pros. And then I got into CrossFit postgraduate, postgraduate school, and that changed my world again. So my trainings evolved quite a bit throughout the years. And now here we are today. We do no longer own a CrossFit gym. That's great. But... We decided to build a little garage gym, and we called it Elk Parking. Why? Well, I think partly because we wanted to introduce that sort of training into the community that you had built yeah. through Elk Shape. We also called it Elk Parking because we no longer could park in the garage. <laughs> yeah. We literally gave up our garage, our only garage. Our little detached garage. We gave it up. You gave it up because that's where you would park your yeah. car, and we like basically kind of built a little gym inside of there pull-up bar a couple barbells i built a box dumbbells dumbbells some sandbags a kettlebell some sleds and then you know what's funny babe is we i used to go to the gym still two to three days a week the crossfit gym because it had way more equipment the one that we used to own i'd still go there with the boys uh but that shifted so fast when i started doing elk shape full-time i realized that that's 30 minutes one way and 30 minutes home. And a little bit of BS and going on after the workout. Yeah. I was like, I need to work out at home more. It saves me time. And I got plenty to do. And I, I guess all that is to say, guys, is I slowly faded out. And pretty soon I didn't go to any gym but our own gym. And that's when we had that conversation about building the shop. Yeah. Building the shop has been amazing for our home life, I think. Um, not only for our family, but for our like direct community, our neighbors, we are impacting some people that are living 
right around us in a super cool way, um, have convinced a couple of people to start training with us and, and, or just using our facility that we have out there. Um, it is a that, facility. That it, is kinda, <laughs> it didn't start out like, so we built this shop. It's 30 by 40. W- when we decided to build it, it was like half is going to be the workout area. And the other half is going to be where we park dirt bikes, four wheelers, your jet ski, um, my jet ski. It's definitely yours. <laughs> all the tools so I can do all the maintenance on them and like a wrenching area, like a Dan's little workshop area. So then we built the 30 by 40 shop. And I do want to disclose numbers because that's kind of how I am, babe. I'm sorry. I just, I don't care. I share openly I and freely. My salary as a person or as a fitness man. Gym. No, I was going to say as a fitness oh, manager oh, right. was more than in my early 20s. I made cl- almost six figures at age 20 and 21 and 22. And 23 and 24. That's why when I met you, you were straight balling. I was a gangster. I lived <laughs> with my dad. I had no expenses and I had a fat uh, savings account. And that's how I was able to open my own gym. I didn't have to borrow any money. I just borrowed against myself, really. But when we opened that gym, I didn't take a salary year one. And then the next 10 years, my salary went from 36K a year. That was my first year's like really getting paid. And I think I ended, I sold the gym. I think. I brought home 48K a year. Hence, you are a nurse. Yes. Because it's tough to make 48K a year and and have a family. Yeah, no doubt. So I guess the reason why I tell you that information is to you guys to know that I wasn't born with a rich mom or dad. Either were you. I have always been very disciplined on saving and being kind of frugal, but also that's kind of how I was raised. And so when it came time to build this shop, we had been disciplined enough to almost pay off the house we had we were we are currently living in and i think the balance was like 80,000 but the shop was going to be 80,000 and we had saved up 80,000 you working extra shifts me working extra every way we decided to not pay our house off go against all financial advice from Dave Ramsey and we would just pay cash for this shop and that's what we did and that's what it cost at the peak covid time we built a shop peak covid it took Six months longer than the contractor said it would. And it always, everything we changed, like from garage doors to, hey, can you do this, that? He, Nick, I mean, it just, it ended up it costing up. way more. And then we had to put equipment inside the gym. And so there was no longer a wrenching area. By the time we got done, we had realized we had basically just built a gym. Well, I think when our, our equipment started coming in, we were realizing how much space we didn't actually have or how much space we wanted to have for our gym versus so fast forward to now we've built a an addition to hold those things um yeah so now our shop's 30 by 50 yes but 10 of those feet is for your jet ski (laughs) our four-wheelers and dirt bikes and wrenching area but rep fitness i know the coo he's an elk hunter he came to elk shape camp and he got us hooked up with their marketing team, and I weaseled some sort of deal with them where I could get a lot of equipment at a good price, like a better price than most people, obviously. So that I, I just say that so you know, like, we got kind of hooked up a little bit with Rep. Um, Rep's not made in the USA. Rogue is, Sornix is, and if so if that's a huge deal to you, go to those guys. But if it's not, you're going to save a lot of money ordering from Rep, and um, they don't charge shipping. And you're going to get hosed on shipping and freight when you order a workout equipment. But It's not th- light. No, but their stuff's been honestly amazing for us. I think so. Zero yeah, complaints. I mean, and we've had, you know, we, we put our stuff through the test. It's not just Dan and I working out in there. So it gets well used throughout, throughout the week, every week. So we've built this sucker up over the course of a couple of years and it's, it's pretty awesome. It's it's a great place to train. I, I do think you mentioned this. I, I just want to go over it one more time. One of my main objectives, and I feel like it was a calling from the man above, was like, hey, you need to, like, I'll bless you with this gym, but you got to be abundantly generous with letting people come. So we, our next door neighbor, she just goes in and works out whenever she wants. Yep. She's not in the greatest shape, but she's lost 30 pounds. She rows a little, rides a bike a little. Rows a little, rides a bike a little, couple times a week. And that's what she does. She doesn't ask us if she can go. She just goes in there, turns the heat on, does her thing, listens to her music. We have blessed her. God's allow us to bless her by having this gym. Neighbor Ross across the street, he started working out with us a couple years ago. 
I can't wait to train with him a couple times a week. He's awesome. He's brought his sister. He's brought his dad. And I guess we're just slow. And then you... The vet. The vet. Tell us about <laughs> Danette. So Danette, she is another one of our neighbors, her and her husband. Uh, we knew them through my parents, and we just happened to be neighbors with them. And so she asked, you know, well, you know, she, she, we saw them up at the river and everything, and but she was interested in training. And I'm like, come on over. So now I get to train her twice a week, train with her twice a week. And... It's just been awesome, like to be able to share that with other people that we live right by. Our goal is to have the fittest neighborhood in uh, Spokane, so we're we're getting close to that. We're working on it. We're man. working on it. Um, so I guess kind of gave you a background that elk hunting completely changed my world. I've evolved through my training throughout the years, and uh, let me share about why I fell in love with CrossFit or kind of how I came to that really quick. Yes, please. Uh, Dan said he'd give you the Cliff Notes version of his story, but that seemed pretty long to me. I will give you the Cliff Notes version of mine. Um, I was an athlete all through high school. Um, well, starting in junior high, I did all the sports. And then in high school, I was kind of limited to um, soccer and track. I would have loved to do volleyball, although I'm kind of short. Anyways, um, after I graduated from high school, I ended up going to the University of Montana, throwing jab there, and I spent so many hours in the weight room doing squats and power cleans, um, but there were like grad students in the weight room that were very conjugate method, maybe? I don't know. Um it wasn't hard, you know, I wasn't challenged. And then my junior year of college, we had this, I had this guy come in, Doug Leffler, an amazing javelin thrower and an awesome coach. He was just volunteering. He had already graduated and he wanted people to train with, but he was also in kind of athletics and, and wanting to coach, uh, I don't know, maybe open a gym or something. So I started working with a few of the throwing athletes and it was essentially like, similar to CrossFit in the sense that high power output, high intensity, short bursts. Um, and that was the year that I broke the school record and would have qualified to go to nationals, um, had my appendix not ruptured that year. But anyways, then my senior year rolled around, Doug was gone and uh, went back to the regular strength training. So it wasn't nearly as effective. Um, after I graduated, I met Dan I was a trainer at Oz Fitness at the time, and he, <laughs> never forget, came up to me, and uh, we started chatting, and he asked if I had ever done CrossFit before, and I didn't know what he was talking about. He's like, well, let me put you through this workout, Helen, and I didn't know Dan from Adam. I didn't know who he was or whatever, and I'm just sitting there cussing and swearing the whole time, and I finished the workout, laid on my back, and I'm thinking, that was freaking awesome. I don't know what that was, but it was awesome. And so I just kept coming back to see him and, and CrossFit really did change my life in the sense that I had so much more potential, athletic potential than I had realized all through college, which is super unfortunate because a couple of years after I'd been doing uh, CrossFit after college, I went to an open track meet just for fun through the javelin and was six inches from qualifying for the Olympic trials. So it goes to show how powerful that drug of CrossFit is. Um, so that's, that's my cliff notes story. I love it. And it's, it, it is potent medicine for, for anyone really. You just have to do it intelligently. Right. So the reason why we're doing this cast today is I, I wanted to share, especially for new listeners, a little bit of background of why I'm so psycho about elk hunting um, and that we have between the two of us, we have an extensive background in strength and conditioning. And for a while, when I sold the gym and was doing Elk Shape full time, we created several workout programs that we were selling a la carte on our website. And honestly, they were crushing. We had 21 days to Elk Shape. That's the three week. You've been a slacker all year. You know you got an elk hunt coming up. This is a program to get your butt in shape very fast. And it integrated some shooting drills and skills under duress. Then the next one I made was 90 days to elk shape, which was more like, okay, you're not quite a slacker. You want to give yourself three months to get ready for elk season. Here's what I suggest. Lots of box step-ups, lots of injury prevention, some strength and conditioning. It's just a really, I mean, 
obviously our most Rucking. popular program. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we started making more based on like um, a workout equipment that people had. So we made a 30-day dumbbell, a 30-day body weight, a 30-day sandbag. sandbag, a 30-day EMOM, 30-day ab program. We started making all those, and it was really cool. They they were selling great. People were really loving them, and we made videos for all those workout programs. So it wasn't just written on a piece of paper. Like you could click links and actually watch us do the workouts and the movements and I felt like that was important. Then there's this dude named Corbin. He owns Corbin's Archery down in Texas. And we we did an elk-shaped camp at his shop. And he's like, you know, Dan, I've been buying your all your programs. And I have guys come to my archery shop and do them with me in the mornings. You really, really need to do an app. I'm tired of trying to look at a PDF on my phone. And then it gets redirected to some video. And it's just, you need to do an app. And he stayed on me for probably three years. And finally, I was like, all right, all right, screw it. Let's just do the app. And um, so we're doing it. Now, I will say you were a naysayer on that. Oh, 100%. I, yeah. You just know how I, busy I am. I know how busy you are. And I'm like, how can we add one more thing to the plate? Um, and maybe that was the final push to uh, help me to retire from nursing. Yeah, I mean, it, when Alicia decided to be done nursing and help me with elk shape, I was like, if you're willing to do that, we could take that energy and pour it into these this new community that are going to be like-minded people, guys and gals that want to work out at home or at a gym, but follow this programming. So I got together with my good friend, Josh Crawford. He's somebody who was a member of my gym for like 10 years, and he's got a background in tech development. And he's just a nerd. And I was like, I'll bring you in on this little side biz, Josh, but here's the deal. And I kind of drew a line in the sand. I said, I have no problem making content. Obviously, that's a strength. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. But at the end of the day, I am going to write workout programs for me, and I'm not going to write programs up for you guys. So when you sign up for discomfort and you follow the daily programming, you're literally doing what we do for our own workouts with the equipment we have. I don't care if you only have a pair of dumbbells. You'll have to move things around and scale them up or down based on your fitness level and your equipment needs. I'm going to continue to write programs specific for me and share that with the community and I said, I want to have all the workout programs I've ever written on the app. So if they sign up, they don't have to pay for this program, that program. They got access to all the programs. And he's like, I can do that. So we did it. We created this app with this company called EverFit. It's going. It started January 1st. And I wanted to take the time with you here to kind of explain how to, how to navigate it what you can expect, why to sign up, and why not to sign up. And so let me just go over the, the madness, guys. So literally stopped competing at CrossFit in 2016. And so I went two more years after you. You had Avery, and you were like, I'm a mom. It was two years of me just going, kind of hitting my head against the wall, going, you know what, this is just, this doesn't make sense. We're not professional athletes, but we're training like that. I walk around crippled most days. And sure, I look good. Sure, I'm fit. But like, this is too much time for something. that It just, was the time. It was the sure. time. So my training evolved once again. So no, I no longer do like 
train for CrossFit competitions. Here's what I train. So if you're taking notes, this would be the portion where you might want to like write some things down, whether or not you do our app, just so that you can get a good idea of what a year-round program would look like for you. So the Discomfort app, we basically created something that you can do everything from your phone. That was what I wanted. And it's got to have video so you can see the movements, see what the workouts look like, and it's got to be vertical video and fill up your phone. That was like my only things I told that a developer he needed to work on. So if you guys want to get to Discomfort, you're not going to look at it on an app store. You're going to go to discomfortapp.com. And then you can sign up there monthly or yearly, which is $24-ish a month for month to month. And again, you'll have access to all our programs and our daily workouts. Or you can sign up for the year prepay, and you're going to save like 50 bucks if you do it that way. But regardless, we're trying to build this like, like-minded community. And so far, it's been a lot of elk hunters signing up, not going to lie. And But I'd like to see more women get involved as well, especially with Alicia doing all the same workouts and helping me with programming. But um, I wanted to do the foundation of, like, what is the actual daily programming? And this is kind of – I'm just going to lay it out there, guys. So this is kind of how I've been training for elk hunting the last couple of years since kind of quitting competing at CrossFit. So I'll start with September. I want to show up to September with limitless fitness. There is no bugle too far that I cannot go after. And there's not a conversation of, man, I don't know if I should kill a bull here. I don't know if I can get it out. I can get it out no matter what. The longest pack out I've ever done solo is 26 miles in Montana in 2020. That's the kind of fitness I want. But I also want to be able to go as hard as day 10 as I did on day one. And so the requirements for hunting physically and being fit is to have great structural integrity in your bone density, your soft tissue, those are your joints, your shoulder capsule, your hip capsule, and then to have muscles too so that you can create force and power, throw 80-pound quarters over your shoulder, haul or lug around big heavy packs, also have the ability to cover ground really fast to cut off elk, cut off bugles, and also have the endurance to just grind day in and day out on the energy system, oxidative, where you're just a low heart rate and you're just walking all day. So for me... I need to show up in September with that fitness, that limitless fitness. But when I'm actually hunting, there's not a lot of working out going on. So obviously I do hunt majority of September. Not everyone does that, but a lot of us will hunt, you know, let's say 10 or 14 days out of 30 when it comes to September. Well, you should be able to maintain your fitness in September. So I created for the Discomfort app in-season workouts. And this is where we pursue general physical preparedness, GPP. And so September, October, November at the Discomfort app, if you're following the workouts, they're all going to be total body workouts, not very long, somewhere between 20 and 30 minutes, get in and get out, total body workouts, two to four times a week. You're going to maintain what you have. You're not going to lose any ground. You're not getting way stronger. You're not increasing your endurance. You're not increasing your cardiac output, your stroke volume. You're not increasing your lactate threshold. You're maintaining. But I tell you what, once December rolls around, most of our hunting pursuits have wrapped up, and I call December the rebuild month. And this is where we're focusing on just developing some strength. We're developing some accessory work, addressing any overworked areas from the hunting season. We're doing short metcons. We're, we're strengthening our midline. We're working on our mobility. We're basically getting our body ready to show up January 1st, ready to get some get after it. So it's, that, real, that rebuild month in December has been huge for me. I lose 10 to 15 pounds every September, and I don't have 10 to 15 pounds to lose. I can't eat enough to sustain what I do, what kind of output I pour in September. And I lean on my physical fitness a lot more than others to make up for maybe lack of hunting skill. And I tell you what, that rebuild month of December really sets it up for that first phase of the discomfort app, which is off season phase one. It's January, February, March, so 12 weeks. This first little micro cycle is all about developing power, strength, and laying the foundation for capacity. So it's pure 12 weeks of periodization. We have a pre-test, post-test, and we build towards these things this is the three months that you really lay the groundwork. 
And so the test we do this year is we're going to do a three-rep max bench squat dead. Those are your powerlifting movements. We're going to test those. I don't like one reps. I like three reps. They're a little safer. We're doing a 10-minute step-up test. We're doing a max push-up pull-up test. And we're doing a light DT test. DT is a workout at CrossFit. And I'll tell you what it is right now. It's five rounds for time of 12 deadlifts. This is with a barbell. Nine hang power cleans, six push jerks. Five rounds of that. How fast can you do it at 95 pounds for men and 65 pounds for women? Real DT is at 155, and I've done it many, many times. But I just wanted you to test out DT light to see what your engine's at. And then you will retest those at the end of 12 weeks, and your numbers better be skyrocketing, or you're doing it wrong. The way that we've built the periodization, where that means we're taking away reps, we're adding load, small incremental bumps and percentages, progressive overload, all that nerdy stuff that you don't have to worry about. Just show up and do the work that we write down in the app and get to it. Once April, May comes in, this is off-season phase two. This is where I want you to really focus on your density training. I want to add some muscle before we get really into the ramp-up season. This is the time of year where we're going to set aside eight weeks. Now, this is going to be functional bodybuilding. It's not going to be just buys and tries. We're going to be really doing some great movements that add density to the muscle fibers and to the soft tissue, but we're not going to neglect our interval work for the conditioning pieces where we'll manipulate the work-to-rest ratios, and that's really going to help build that engine, and it's going to prepare you to graduate on to the preseason phase. And then lastly, on off-season phase two, we are going to address lactate threshold. We're going to spend an abundant amount of time in zone two, zone two heart rate, which some of you don't know what that is, don't worry about it. But if you have an Apple Watch, it'll tell you what your zone two is. And for me, my zone two is 140 at the high end. So for me to be at 140, 140 beats per minute, it's definitely uncomfortable, but it's certainly not like what I do in CrossFit. And I'll do runs and rowing and biking and all sorts of like metabolic conditioning pieces in zone two during our off-season phase. So we got eight weeks of recapping hypertrophy, intervals, lactate threshold, and this is really going to set the stage for what I call peak discomfort. Peak discomfort season is June, July, and August. These three months are going to really set the stage for you to crush September. You will be doing all sorts of things in those three months windows, but I'll give you a few little teasers. You're going to address some heavier Metcons a couple times a week. So these are workouts where they are for time. They're usually task priority, but the loading is what gets in your way. It's not your heart and lungs. It's just that the strength component kind of gets in your way of finishing it fast. Uh, But you will be at a high heart rate. We're also going to introduce a lot more rucking. And rucking for me is not just putting on a pack and hiking. There's different types of rucking. We'll do short, heavy burst rucking to mimic the pack outs. We'll do those medium efforts, but at a higher pace. And then we'll do those slower paced, long, slow distance, oxidative rucks with different loads, depending on what the stimulus is we're after. We'll introduce chipper workouts, which are longer Metcon pieces that totally build your mind game. And then we're going to continue to sprinkle in the posterior midline accessory work so that you show up September completely resistant to injury. And then a little teaser is I also like to sneak in a little bit of barefoot workouts to increase the the architecture, the structural integrity of your feet. That gets overlooked. And then don't be surprised about once or every other week, you'll see me program a 3 a.m. night ruck or morning ruck so that you have to lose some sleep, be uncomfortable, be in the dark, and do something that is going to translate to better elk hunting. That is the overview of our preseason or peak discomfort season, and then we roll right into September. There'll be a teeny tiny taper. You should be hunting at your best. The discomfort app, babe, is like all that packed into one so people don't have to think about it, but I do want them to know that someone is thinking about it. It's me. That's my job to do the programming and to really test the workouts. So I'm usually two months ahead of the program writing and testing. So I'm already in the hypertrophy phase, why as most of our users are in the off-season phase one working on their power strength and capacity. Um, I wish I could go along with everybody, but somebody's got to be writing and testing, and that's us. Right. And, you know, you're 
talking about this being for elk hunters, but absolutely it is for anyone. Um, if you are interested in getting fit, this is what I do. I, I've done a tremendous amount of different programming through my years of fitness and I can tell you very honestly that I love Dan's programming. (laughs) That may sound pretty biased, but, um, you know, I've, I've bought many programs online. Um, we've followed a lot of different programs in the past. We've had other coaches, um, do some programming for us. We have, you know, done all of, we've done a lot of different things. Um, but I think that your programming, especially when it comes to elk hunting, um, but it's, it's, it's great. I mean, I, I see results and I don't know how else to say that. Like there are results that will be had when you follow this programming. Now, keep in mind that this is the meat and potatoes that you'll be seeing. But when you're on the app, there's also a number of accessory pieces. So if, for example, you've had shoulder surgery or you've been um, experiencing back pain recently, we've got a great core program. We've got a couple of really good different core programs that you can follow. Simple, maybe you use it as a warm-up, maybe you use it after your workout's done. Um, They usually take between not more than 20 minutes. That would be um, on the high end the length of time that it takes, but don't neglect those pieces. We also have warm-up pieces, three different warm-ups I think we have on there now, and we'll continue to add to that. But these are full-body warm-ups that you can use prior to the workout. And you know what? If you have only 20 minutes to work out, you can easily hit one of those things, um, the accessory pieces, and at least know that you got something accomplished for that day. So when you log into the app, Basically, you'll see where it says start your workout or you can access the forums. You'll have tasks assigned to you such as take a before picture front, side, back or enter your biometrics. If you went and got an in-body scan or a DEXA scan or a body fat test, Uh, you can basically connect your Apple Watch to track your steps or your phone or your Garmin so that you can integrate that. I think we're working towards integrating MyFitnessPal so if you want to track your food. We actually have a webinar scheduled coming up here in a couple weeks with our users. It's We're just going to include that quarterly webinar where this first one's going to be all about nutrition. Alicia's prepared a really cool slideshow. It'll only be 30 minutes. We'll do it on a Sunday night when most folks are home. It'll be interactive with Q&A. We just want to like be able to build this community, and it's user-driven. So whatever you feel like it's lacking, you'll tell us. But I promise you this. It's not going to be – this is not the fanciest fitness app out there. This is your meat and potatoes. This is your nuts and bolts. This this is me and Alicia. We are not fancy people. We want to know, show me what the workout is. Tell me what the stimulus is. Have videos there that I can review the movements and see the standards. Let me know how I can scale it up, down, or to my equipment needs. Let me get in and get out and let me get real results. Let's talk about Wise real quick because I think the app is what it is. You're either going to love it or you're not, and that's fine. That's why there's month-to-month options. But we're trying to build a community of like-minded people that like to seek discomfort. That's why we called it discomfort. Every time I go in those four walls of that gym out there, I know that it's going to hurt. I know that it's going to suck. 99 out of 100 times, I do not feel like working out, but I do it anyways in the name of better elk hunting. I've figured out a why. My why is longevity. I'm not training for September 2023. I'm training for September 2053. I want to take Tristan's son elk hunting. And so for you fatsos out there, they're like, you don't need to get in shape to kill an elk. You're right. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm trying to be in shape to hunt for many years, many decades, and to have high energy octane life with my children and my family, my wife to be a better husband, to be a better business owner, a better employee, employer. I'm trying to get the best version of myself. And in order to do that, I got to seek discomfort. Mic drop. I, I have nothing to say after that. What's your why, powerful. guys listening? What is your why? It's got to be boiled down. It's got to be bigger than anything. And you've heard this from so many gurus and leadership books and goal setting books, but it's it's like no one invented this. Like this is just reciprocal. It's always It's never going out of style. These are cornerstones. This is part of being alive, is having a why, knowing what it is, and letting that why dictate you saying yes instead of talking yourself out of things. Do hard stuff. 
get the mental dividends. You'll be surprised pleasantly when you're chasing elk on day seven and you have the mental wherewithal to stay on your game and punch that elk tag when other folks are back at camp, licking their wounds, feeling sorry for themselves, homesick and ready to go home and pull the plug early. That's how I've had so much success elk hunting is that never say die and the mind is primary and that's what I'm training. It's the mental side of things. So these workouts suck by design and you get what you put in. And you can follow any program out there and get results. We're looking for continuity, and we're looking for a community of like-minded people, iron sharpening iron. Did you see how many people posted pictures? I, I went on the forum, and I said, hey, all you discomfort users, here's a picture of my gym. I want to see a picture of your gym. Where are you training? Is it a commercial? Is it like a studio? Is it in your basement? Is it in your living room? And the pictures started rolling in, and the stories started showing up. Could you believe that? I, people have some really nice setups, but also there were people who hardly had anything and were stoked to be doing it. You know, I mean, it is about the community. It's about supporting each other. Um, it's about getting out there and just doing it. I mean, we had a guy tell us that, he, you know, he's he's had the app now for a month and almost a month and, and uh, he's made up every excuse in the book, but there were other people encouraging him and he just laid it all out there. And, you know, I mean, that's what this is about is lifting each other up, getting involved, being a part of it and, you know, not just necessarily doing the workouts, but finding other people who are seeking discomfort. Our world is soft, man. And I sound like Dan when I say this, but it's true. I mean, we have so many niceties in our life and it is so important, especially for elk hunters and people who want to do hard stuff to push yourself mentally. And if you're doing the workouts as prescribed, like that's what our intention is for these workouts is to challenge you not only physically, but mentally, like, can you keep going? You can go harder. Um, so having a community to back you up on that and having to be able to go into the gym and not have to think about what it is that you have to do that day and know that there's, you know, specific seasons that this program is periodized, that you're, making sure you're checking off all the boxes so that when September comes, you're ready to go. It doesn't get better than that. What was the thing I told our children two weeks ago? I gave them a new prescription and it's a routine for when they get home from school, which they're about to be home in about 10 minutes. So we're going to shut this down very fast. Do you remember what I told them? Yeah. Come home, wash your hands, get a snack, break a sweat. 30 minutes out in the gym every day after school. Yeah. So we have... Nintendo Switches, VR headsets, PlayStations, and Netflix, and all this digital stuff that they, and they each have, like, they don't have phones, but they have, our old phones are laying around, and so those things have apps on them. They have so much screen availability to them, and we, they got, we got um, kind of a wake-up call the other day where I just was had enough, and I was on one, and I just was like, you come through this door, you hang your backpack up here, you grab your homework, you wash your hands, you eat a snack, and you go break a sweat. If you don't want to break a sweat, I will give you chores to do before you get to go do anything on your free time. But something that you said at our last Elk Shape Camp was really made me think was like, our, we're teaching our kids without even like saying anything. Our daughter notes that we eat a salad with dinner every night. That's just what she's seen. She knows at four o'clock every day we head out to our garage gym and work out. They know we're in there training and why we're doing it. Um, our kids see what we do and we're leading by example. And I challenge you all to do the same or even take it to another level with your children and be the example. It's not only with your kids. Well, you don't have a choice. You are the example. So what example exactly. are you setting for them? That's a great point. Yeah. And it's not just your kids. It could be your family. It could be your friends. You know, people, whether you know it or not, are watching you. And that's something that can be really powerful. I mean, we can have impacts on people that we don't even realize. So what kind of example are you leading for those watching? And when we're talking about people around you, I have to, I would be, I would not want to squander this opportunity to, to say this important message. Look around your small circle. That's who you're going to be like. And you may need to ditch your circle. Are you around high performers? High performers attract high performers and they push each other. Are you a high performer, but you're surrounded by mediocre people or people that are just not willing to give it their all or give it their best or stay consistent or have the drive? You got to ditch that circle. And if you're looking for a digital circle, 
Check us out on Discomfort app. Like our community is all like-minded and we're going to be positive and encouraging each other and we're going to be hard workers. I, I like hard workers. I'll take them over people with talent or gifts. I want the people that just grind it out. That's who we're looking for. So please evaluate who you surround yourself with, especially if you have big goals like me. I want to kill a bull in 2023 and I haven't. The slate is wiped clean every year. Check out the Discomfort app. Thanks for listening, guys. You have a lot of options when it comes to podcasts. Thanks for choosing ours. We'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening to the Elk Shape Podcast. We appreciate your support. We know you have a lot of options when it comes to podcasts. So thanks for choosing ours. We hope you learned something. We hope you leave inspired, motivated, excited, and more determined to chase your goals in 2023. This podcast is brought to you by NUMA Outdoors. We do have a discount code. It's Elkshape20. It takes 20% off your purchase. Vortex Optics, we have two discount codes. The first one being for eurooptic.com. If you're in the market for a rangefinder, bino, spotter from Vortex, enter the discount code ELK10, and it'll take 10% off. Also, Vortex Wear. A lot of the stuff I wear around the house is Vortex wear, and why wouldn't you? The discount code is Elkshape, takes 20% off Vortex wear. Onyx Hunt, become an elite member, especially with application season. You want to have access to Hunt Reminders so you don't miss a draw deadline, as well as Top Rut so you can get accurate, up-to-date draw odds, plus study your maps all in one. Discount code Elkshape, takes 20% off elite memberships. Matthews Archery out of Sparta, USA, shooting the phase four, 29 and 33, leaning towards the 29 for elk season just because it's a little more compact, and they just nailed it out of the park. They continue to make these teeny tiny incremental adjustments to these bows and they're more streamlined and quieter and dead in the hand. Buck Knives out of Post Falls, Idaho. These guys make the knife that we give to Spirit of Elk Shape Camp Award. Plus, I run their Skinners and all sorts of knives in my backpack kill kit. I don't use like a Havilon anymore, not after I about cut my hand off with one. So please consider going to a fixed knife. Why not Buck Knives? They've been in business since 1902. MagView Digiscoping. This is the magnet, so it slaps on the back of your phone and you can digiscope through your spotter or binos. Discount code Elkshape takes 10% off. This is super slick. You don't need a phone case. Check out MacView, link in the show notes. I've been running Kafaru since 2019. I've never looked back. I've tried a lot of different backpacks. There is not a better frame on the market than Kufaru. So check them out. I do think the Hoodlum is probably the best bag for elk hunting because you can go day hunt or multiple nights, get a spike camp bag. Also check out their Kafaru hip quiver. I use that a lot for shooting in the backyard. Kafaru International. Now they're out of Wyoming, made in the USA. Crispy boots. I'm rocking the Colorado twos and the Laponia twos. Those are my go-tos. And I always put sheep feet in my boots. I take out the insole. Sheep feet, I have a discount code. It is elk shape. It takes 10% off. And that is a solid investment for custom orthotics that will keep your feet happier. And happy feet means that you're going to get into more elk. Wilderness Athlete, super clean brand. I take a multi-fish oil, midnight build. I take their protein. I take their brute strength post-workout. And I think they make super clean products. We have a discount code. It is still elk shape 20 for the time being. Check the show notes to see any changes to that. 30% off your first purchase. Discount code Elkshape22. Wilderness Athlete, a supplement company, not a marketing company. Choke cameras are just something that I find to be super valuable to not only hunting whitetails, but elk, bears. Pretty much anywhere I can use a choke camera legally, I'm going to, whether it be an actual regular old choke camera or cellular. I do think SpyPoint kind of specializes in the cellular specifically the flex with the dual sim so you got an at&t and a verizon sim card in one trail camera battery life is amazing it's a free little app you download on your phone your images get transmissions if you're getting a ton of transmissions you have to upgrade to you know different tiered system but it is super cheap and their cameras are very affordable they work really well for me so check out swipe point another dope brand made in the usa is marsupial they make the best vinyl harness out there period i've tried so many and the marsupial is in a league of its own uh, you can also customize it to whatever binos that you're rocking. Check out Marsupial's website to learn more. This is made in America, and this is something that I find to be overlooked in a lot of instances. So check out Marsupial's bino harness. They have some other bow cases, hand warmers, gun cases, and again, made in the USA. Black Rifle Coffee Company. Coffee is life. And I love this brand. I love what they stand for. They're pro-American, pro-two-way. They make really good coffee. You can have coffee delivered to your door, and you can have it in a cadence that suits how much coffee you drink. Make sure you try the Just Black. That's probably my all-time favorite favorite. Flying Elk is number two, but try them all. See which ones you dig and support BRCC. The discount code is Elkshape. We'll take 15% off. Baku e-bikes out of Ogden, Utah. E-bikes for me is more of a lifestyle. Like um, my wife has one. I have one. Date nights. A lot of times it's just an e-bike ride up a mountain, watch a sunset, maybe have an adult beverage, but also I use them for whitetail hunting, getting in and out of tree stands or checking trail cameras. Uh, maybe some spring bear hunting and logging roads and a little bit of elk hunting, but the bottom line is wear legal. They're awesome. They have class one, two, or three options. 
in one bike itself. I recommend the Mule. Get a thousand water and discount code Elkshape will take $300 off that investment. Last but not least, BlackOvis.com. That's where I get all my gear and I use my own discount code. It is Elkshape. It'll take 10% off free shipping and world-class customer service. Rep Fitness is the workout gear that I utilize in my gym. I do have an affiliate link. I don't have a discount code for them, but they are more affordable than other brands and free shipping. And believe me, when you're shipping workout gear, you're going to want free shipping because freight will kill you. So check out Rep Fitness. They're out of Denver, Colorado. Crossover Symmetry for the shoulders. Discount code Elkshape will take 20% off. Get the hip halo band as well as their shoulder kit. Get all of it and do your prehab so you don't have to do rehab. Alien Gear Holsters, I have a link in the show notes. You can enter the discount code Elkshape10 to get 10% off any holster. Guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting the companies that support us. We'll catch you on the next one.